Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How's it going? It's going good. It's going very well. I'm. Uh, we're having our crazy psycho weather in Tennessee, which is what kind? Which of is like it was last week. It was down like in the 30s, and it's going to be like 70 tomorrow, and then we're going to have snow. <laughs> well, we got we got all kinds of that crazy psycho. We just got dumped on. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so funny when I talk to to people like you that live in the north. Y'all are just cold all the time in the winter, you know. But we go from you know. 12 degrees, 20 degrees, 30 degrees to 70 or 80 in like a two day span. And then we're back down to below freezing. We're like, so then we run outside with our shorts on and it's, you know, 26 degrees. It's crazy. <laughs> That's the joys of living in Tennessee. Crazy. So, well, I'm excited about our topic today because it's something I talk about with my mother a lot and it's you know talking about forgiveness and regret and I guess we all have people that we tend to try to help with you know living with forgiveness and living with regrets yeah it's a tough topic it's a tough topic because most of us would like to say oh yeah I've forgiven everybody I need to forgive and I have no regrets but I don't think anybody is perfect in it. No, and a lot of people, their whole entire identity gets all wrapped up in regrets or, you know, in forgivenesses or in becoming a victim because they have someone that they need to forgive. Yeah. Um, and so, so much of the narratives that we tell ourselves, people get so wrapped up in the regret and the forgiveness. And it's just hard because we cling to those emotional experiences and, and I, I think that that's like the exact key. It's, it's the difference between are you recognizing it, acknowledging it, trying to work through it, or are you still denying its existence, using it as your excuse, blaming mm -hmm. others, right? Like there's a difference in, yeah, I regret that I did that, but I have acknowledged it was a mistake. I have, you know, apologized. I have made my amends and mm -hmm. now I'm coming out the other side, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in a lot of the forgiveness part, sometimes we don't forgive ourselves. Yeah. And that part I think is really hard. And, you know, and then the people that I know that have begged forgiveness for people and people won't forgive them. And I always tell them, you know, you've done the work, you've asked for the forgiveness. It's it's out of your hands now. You've done all you need to do. And if they choose not to forgive you, then maybe they weren't someone that needs to be in your life in the first place. Yeah. And it's so interesting because like you're just putting it this way just now, it's so much two sides of a coin. Mm -hmm. Like, is it you who's not doing the forgiving and holding the grudge? Or is it you who's carrying the guilt because you have or feel you haven't been forgiven, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, 
there's like so many facets to this topic. And uh, originally when we brought it up, I was like, oh gosh, we'll just blow through that. But then the more I started writing things down, I was like, dude, this could turn into a multiple episode too, because there's just so many things to talk about. I mean, if Mm -hmm. you just keep it on that forgiveness side Mm -hmm. and don't even talk the regret side, that Mm -hmm. could fill a whole episode or two. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that you bring it up, that you've, you know, talked about it with your mom or with people that you know, Mm -hmm. because I literally feel like I have had this conversation at least three times in the last two weeks. Uh Uh-huh. It, it, is part of everyone's story. I don't know anyone on this planet that doesn't have some regrets in their lives. When you let those regrets become where they disable you from living your life, though, that's when it really becomes a problem. But uh, I was looking on Yoga Journal and saw this little uh, article they had in there about forgiveness and regrets. And in this article, the author said in the sacred in Hindu texts, you know, the Bhagavad Gita, the god Krishna tells the yogi Arjuna, is it Arjuna? Mm-hmm. Arjuna. Arjuna, that it's a mistake to focus on the results of our efforts instead of on the efforts themselves. The man who is devoted and not, not attached to the fruit of his action obtains tranquility. So the crucial point is not is in the apology, but it's not, it doesn't matter if it's successful or not. And so I loved that so much. I was 100%. like, oh, heck yeah. And this is what you were talking about. If they don't forgive you, mm-hmm. that's them holding on to them. Mm-hmm. If you have done all that you could, you've made the apology, you've offered the reparations, there's nothing beyond that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. And if they want to hold on to the grudge, if they want to hold on to the anger, that's that's their decision. The only person hurt by that is themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, and your action is a lot about your own character. And we just, like you said, don't. We don't have, we can't control how they receive what we choose to, you know, try to get forgiveness for. Right. Totally Mm -hmm. true. So it's interesting though, as we start to talk about like the nitty gritty of it, Mm -hmm. and I know that you and I both could come up with a person in our life who, whenever we talk about non-forgiveness or grudge holding or the likes that we probably Everybody probably has names that blink to mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also think to myself, it's one of those emotions that can really be paralyzing for people. Yeah. Like they literally use it as their their crutch. They use mm-hmm. it as their not today and slam the door. You know, like mm-hmm. it's definitely the walled up emotion, right? That well, and it's be so hard to mm-hmm. work through. And shame and guilt are intertwined all through forgiveness and regret. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that if you don't address it, like for the people who are struggling with it, if you don't address it, it's just going to keep coming up again and again and again Mm -hmm. and again. And it'll poison you. What is the Buddha quote? I wish I'd looked it up before. Drinking a Holding on to anger and bitterness is like drinking a glass of poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. You know, and so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we, and we do get people that live with regret. And I've seen this um, in so many people I've talked to. They get so attached to these negative 
destructive feelings. I mean, they don't want them. They tell me they don't want them, but they're so attached to them and they've become so ingrained in themselves. They don't know who they are without them. Yeah, totally. And mm-hmm. it's funny that you say that because when I work with people in the Reiki room, you know, trying to work on some of these heavier emotions, I can't tell you how many times I have been working through crystal therapy or magnet therapy and asking the people if they are ready to let go of these emotions. And I'd almost say it's 50-50 chance that people are like, not today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still not ready today, even though you're yeah. here and yeah. you're paying for this healing and yeah. you still willingly are going to tell me that you're not ready. And it's interesting because I'm, I'm like, OK, that's OK. You know, we'll just keep working on this. But you have to acknowledge that the only time that's going to literally go away from you or quit causing your disease in your body mm-hmm. is when you are able to say, I'm ready to let this go now. Yeah. Well, and sometimes, you know, and, you know, Tanya and I always believe that you need to go seek help if you need help. And I know that like when I got divorced, I really struggled with feeling guilty about filing for divorce. And um, so while I was going through that process, (laughs) (laughs) but while I was going through that process, I kept feeling more and more guilt, even though I was not in a good, healthy relationship. I felt guilt for leaving. And until I went and saw a psychologist and really talked it out, and she helped me to see that I it wasn't my responsibility to make someone else behave the way that I wanted them to behave. And I didn't have to hold on to the guilt for putting myself in a better place. So a lot of times you need someone, even if you end up figuring it out yourself, you need someone in a Reiki session or a psychologist or in any kind of trainings to give you permission just to let that shit go, mm-hmm. you know, cause it will, it'll make you sick. Yeah, it yeah. will. Totally. So in this case, <clears throat> let's sort of break it down, right? Mm-hmm. Where do people generally have their biggest problems where it comes to forgiveness or in this case, unforgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. It's usually something people hold on to. And your first example is in broken marriages, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to just be with a spouse or a significant other. It could be in broken friendships Mm -hmm. where, you know, something happened. It could be in broken families between children and parents, between siblings, Mm -hmm. between, you know, whatever, but it can also be in business relationships amongst partners or amongst people in a business relationship, whether it's boss and employee or you know and the problem is is that when we leave the feelings unmanaged mm-hmm. we leave a chasm that affects everything around that relationship and you think about those unresolved emotions leaving blemishes or bruises or you know broken hearts and then you think about how that changes the dynamic of the family or Mm -hmm. it changes the dynamic of friendship and maybe you never talk to that person ever again or it changes the dynamic of the business and all of a sudden nobody can understand why the business is failing but it's because there's a chasm there. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, this is kind of why, you know, when we are, when we hear somebody talk about a grudge, most people are like, mm-hmm. maybe you should maybe figure that out. Like that's a, that's the place that is the root of a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. And it's probably where the stem of regret shows up. Yeah. Regret lives on the other side of fear. And I know that you and I have talked about doing 
fear as a topic in a podcast, but every time we bring it up, we're like, oh my gosh, that's such a big topic. How will we ever, Mm -hmm. how will we ever categorize it? How will we ever make it into something that would be manageable for a podcast? Mm -hmm. Right. But regret is on the other side of, so when Mm -hmm. we say that, that fear and regret are on the other sides of each other, like, right. Regret is this place of, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, is but if I didn't do that then right so it's this like in between phase of how to handle Mm -hmm. what has happened it's in the past and now you can't undo it Mm -hmm. but there are things you can do moving forward to Mm -hmm. correct it to not make the same mistake twice to manage coming through it coming out of it well and to be able to look inside yourself and confront your part in whatever and or forgive you know what was has happened to you and and i know we talk about gratitude a lot but and when we look at regret when we look at forgiveness a lot of i mean i don't know anything that i've ever gone through that i have felt these you know have felt fear or anger or regret or shame or bitterness whatever every single one of these things i've ever gone through i have found that i have grown from them and i have had gratitude for the experiences because i have you know the person i am today the person you are today is because of the stuff we've gone through you know and without any of the hard stuff stuff, you know, we're just, we're just nothing. We're just this shell. And so it takes the challenging things for us to go through to get out on the other side and, you know, be better people, I think. Yeah. And, you know, really acknowledging that our regret is what keeps us stuck. Our Mm -hmm. regret is what keeps us from positive relationships keeps us from positive energy but that also our regret is what keeps us in a cycle of negative Mm self-talk and it's what contributes to the language of i'm not good enough Mm -hmm. it's what contributes to the language of i'm a failure Mm -hmm. right and or the fear that they'll never get a second chance right well, and it's important to really face this for your own health and not just mental health, but for your physical health. Because when you're holding on to all of these feelings, you can obviously have a lot more stress in your life, but you're also, that can manifest as muscle tension. It can manifest as back pain, um, dizziness, headaches, upset stomachs. How many times, I mean, how many people do you know that have had ulcers or acid reflux because of stress caused by things like this? It also can affect your appetite. You can overeat or quit eating just because you're worrying about forgiveness, you know, focusing on these regrets in your life, it can affect your sleep, your energy level. I mean, how many times have you talked to someone that just couldn't even come to the yoga studio because they were so upset about something and had these regrets and they couldn't get off the couch, you know? Or they start canceling events and mm-hmm. things they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> uh, forgiving yourself and others allows you to release um, negativity and focus more on the positives. And it sounds so easy just to say, oh yeah, well, let's just do that. Let's just release all that negativity and focus on the positive. So when I say that, I don't say it flippantly because I, I know that's much easier said than done. But if you really sat down and I hadn't even talk, thought about talking about journaling, but if you sat down. <laughs> I think you're you, lying. <laughs> I know. 
But, you know, if you think about some of the regrets in your life, and you know, have a day where you just, you pour a big old glass of wine and you just pick one and just write it out and just let it go. Write out every single bit of, about the regret. Look at it, really assess how it really has impacted your life and then just get rid of it. Tear it and, up, shred it. And in that impact, mm -hmm. if you're if you're really, truly looking at it from an honest standpoint, look at it from how it maybe has impacted you negatively and then how it has maybe impacted you positively, mm -hmm. because then maybe you're going to learn to look past it if you can actually see, oh, well, you know, after all that was done, look at the amazing opportunity that I then moved into. So why am I even bothering with that old emotion anymore? Exactly. Well, because we've made it part of our narrative. Half yeah. the time, it's because of exactly that. We've mm -hmm. made it a chapter in our book that we feel needs annotating like 52 times. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Well, and, you know, we've been talking about forgiving other people, but the self-forgiveness is such a big piece in this because I believe that forgiving ourselves is really probably the hardest person to forgive because we're not nice to ourselves any other time. We look in the mirror and critique ourselves all the time. So why would we believe that forgiving ourselves would be an easier thing? So, you know, you have to love yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to accept yourself where you are and not worry about the other people because if you can get to the point of forgiving yourself, it kind of opens all kinds of doors for you. You know, it is, mm -hmm. it is maybe the hardest one though, because we tend towards blaming ourselves mm -hmm. and we have to live with ourselves each day. Yeah. 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 So. And we're really good at self-criticism, mm -hmm. like you say. So, okay. So we've, we've talked about all the bad. So what's on the flip? How do, how do we get through it? How do we fix it? Like, mm -hmm. what can we do? So, right. Like, how do we change all of this? How do we bring ourselves to a place of forgiveness? Mm -hmm. Right. So first of all, you start right here. Mm hmm right here in this present moment, and you decide, am I hanging on to anger? Am I mm -hmm. hanging on to guilt? Am I hanging on to shame? Like, and maybe it's a few things. And like Kat says, maybe only journal one at a time, mm -hmm. a little time to, you know, digest yeah. them. Yeah. So but you then, have to talk about it. You know, you have to express the emotions on paper or with a counselor or with a friend or someone that you can trust and get it out there because the forgiveness starts with being honest and vulnerable about who you are, the good and the bad, and say what you need to say. Yeah. It's like all things, admission is the first key, right? Mm -hmm. And then once you're there, now you come to a place of, okay, I want to fix it. But you have to want to fix it. Because mm -hmm. if you don't want to fix it, it's just going to come right back. Yeah. And you have to be honest with yourself because you can't you know, stick your head in the sand and just pretend it never happened and it's going to go away because that doesn't work. Yeah. So some of the things you could start to ask yourself is, is do I want to improve my life? Mm -hmm. Do I want to come to a place of feeling better? Am I willing to let this go? Because sometimes mm -hmm. people aren't willing to let it go, even though yeah. they want to. Mm -hmm. Like, even though they mentally know they want to. Or maybe they know they need to, but maybe mm -hmm. they don't want to. Right. <laughs> right. Or that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so then, you know, I always ask my Reiki clients when I'm working with them, I'm, I ask them the challenging question, well, what will your life look like not being attached to this? I uh, love that. Love that. Can they tell you, though? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when, when mm -hmm. they're ready, the, yeah. the people who aren't ready, they, they can't, they can't see it. 
Yeah. They, they can't see it. Yeah. Well, and you have to accept it for what it is too. And remembering that we are all imperfect people and we make mistakes and we have to face them. And sometimes we're going to have hurts. Sometimes we're going to have wins. Sometimes we're going to have regrets. It's just part of living and no life is perfect. And once you realize that you can accept yourself with all of the flaws and blemishes, you know, it's kind of it is freeing and it helps keep you out of that rut of guilt and shame and blame and regret and lack of forgiveness. And you learn to accept what it is and it helps you to experience that. And by accepting it, it helps you to experience a freedom and allow yourself to move on. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, as much as you're, yeah, it's admission. It still goes back to admission. You have to willingly be like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is my problem. And I know that this is my problem. And I know that I am not doing a good job of forgiving so-and-so or forgiving myself. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and then finally, you got to let it go. Just got to let let that shit go. Don't hold on to the guilt because you don't need to justify your past actions or try to prove yourself. Just letting go of the past means just giving up on your right to hold on to that self-condemnation. Forgiveness is a choice, but it's also a process. It, it's choosing to stop hating yourself or cutting yourself down or to stop seeing yourself as invaluable or not worthy. And so just letting that go, because even if it's something you did or something that was done to you, it's still affecting your daily life if you're holding on to it. Yeah. So let and, that. Yeah. Let that shit go. Is that what you were about to say? I was going to say, let that shit go. We <laughs> need shirts coming. to say, you know, we got to have a shirt that says, let that shit go. Right. <laughs> so the moral of the story is. If you feel like you need to get some help, get some help, talk it out, figure out how to get to the bottom of what is that awful pit in the stomach, right? Mm -hmm. Figure it out. There is a much freer life on the other side, we promise you. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can also make a deal with yourself. You know, let let the past be the past and live in the present. You know, you can stop beating yourself up about something that happened two years or five years or 10 years or 20 years ago. You can make a deal with yourself to banish the guilt and the shame from controlling your thoughts. You can wake up every single day and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to accept myself and respect myself as I am in spite of any screw ups I've had. You know? So you can kind of make that little deal with yourself. I like that. I like that. Because, yeah, I mean, I the, the last bit of note that I have on my sheet here is because really, can you do anything about the past anyways? No, you're so, taken away from the future and the present when you live in the past. I do have a quote for you hmm, by Lewis, Lewis Schmeads. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Aww, well, Isn't that lovely? It is. Perfect. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.